This is Steve with Dueling Monkeys Podcast. Um, we're grateful you're out here. We've got Tom with us today. Hello. Um, I guess a little different entrant start to the show today. Um, it sounds like I'm mixing a little bit with the t- few TikToks I throw out there. But oh, there goes Tom Robot. You roboted again. Hey, you're like a C3PO. I can't understand. You there, Tom? Tom? Um. <laughs> well, everybody, maybe I'll be flying solo today. Um. Yeah, sounds Hello. like he's back. God love our robots. There, I'm trying to be. Yeah. <laughs> I just told him, I guess it looks like I'm going to fly solo for a bit. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> today is our poll winner. Um, that ended, what, a couple weeks ago, but we had another podcast in mind for last week for our 30th. So we're doing the poll winner today, which is Childhood Memories. So, like I like I posted on uh, the Facebook group, it's this episode could get either dark, sad, funny, whatever. We've all had a mixture of childhood, so we'll try to keep it a little, a little happier. <laughs> Speak for yourself. That's why I said we'll try. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so. I guess where to start off, I was talking to my little brother, I saw him yesterday, and I was like, okay, what's some funny things you remember that we did as kids, and he he has a better memory than I do, and he started rattling stuff off, like, oh, I remember all this now, and then I could start giving you the details, he needed to just point me in the right direction, but... Oh, I um, got you. I guess before we get too deep... Let's get you a joke in real quick. So, I decided I was gonna. I went and started a nightclub for men with erectile dysfunction. Yeah, it ended up being a flop, and nobody came. <laughs> <clears throat> I, I was hoping you were gonna tell me the name of this nightclub. Ed, I don't know. Floppin's it. Maybe that's why it was a flop, because I didn't have a good name. <laughs> Floppin's. Yeah, there you go. There's a good name. <laughs> well, there's the there's the joke. Unless Tom's got one, you want to share one, Tom? Or are you good? I don't got a joke. I, I used all my bad ones last week. Uh, all right. <laughs> I gotta find. I gotta find, find some new material. I just write them down as I find them or hear them. TikTok, yeah, but I, Instagram, I, whatever. Yeah, I don't deal with anybody that tells jokes. 
if I see my niece and nephews, at least at least my niece has at least one of them usually has a, a joke they like to share. My son will like to make one up for me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, my daughter hasn't got that point yet where she's making up jokes yet. Yeah, yeah, my son does them, but a lot of times they don't make sense, but the effort okay. makes it the effort makes it fun. Yeah, sometimes it's the best kind. Yeah. So to start off, I remember as a kid, so we ha- used to have like this old eighties Dodge the shell on it. And I, I remember it was dark blue with a white shell on it. And we we drove that truck everywhere. My dad, he he had the hardest time getting it like registered and to pass all its emissions testings and everything every year. But we used to go up to my grandma, so my dad's mom, when we were little, we'd go up to her house. And I don't know how she came about all this, all this like wood that you could burn just because we, we had a fireplace growing up and that's how we would keep the house warm was with the fireplace. So we'd go up to her house and she'd just have piles and piles of wood and I remember we'd take the trip up there and we'd fill up the whole back end of this truck full of wood and we'd fill it up so much that we'd just barely have enough to keep the seat that was back that was back there in the bed of the truck. It would squish okay. right to the tailgate with the shell on it and stuff. So we'd end up getting squished to the get- tailgate. I think this only happened once or twice, and then my dad didn't feel safe or something with it, and we ended up in the back. But we'd end up sitting right there, staring out the back of the shell as we're driving home from Idaho to Utah and with all this wood in the back. So anyway, we'd get at home, and we had this huge wood pile. And I remember up till my brother reminded me about it. I didn't remember it, but. I remember as soon as he told me, we we used to play in it and pretend it was like a fort and stuff. And when it snowed, we'd climb up on it and pretend it was like a snow mountain and that, this giant wood pile. Yeah. And the years that my dad forgot to cover it, but I remember the back side of it was between the fence. So there's a fence and there was this little walkway between the back end of the wood pile and we'd always go back there and we'd always use it as our own restroom. So if we needed to go to the bathroom, we'd run to behind the wood pile and pee behind the wood pile. Uh, why are all these poop piles? I don't have a dog. Uh, we didn't do that, but <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if we were tempted. We just weren't brave enough, but uh... just pee. <laughs> We used to pee everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, being a, a boy, it's a lot easier to just go and wee somewhere. Yeah, so another pee story to go along with that, since it just <clears throat> popped in my head. So the school we went to used to have these giant tires in it. I don't know if you've ever been to a playground with the giant tires. Mm-hmm. And anyway, there, there was probably at least four or five of them there. Um, varying sizes that you could climb through, jump on and stuff. But they had one that was buried, so it looked like half a tire. And it was it was probably for part of a huge tractor at one point. Because I remember it had some pretty deep tread on it. Yeah. But 
that was the pee and tire. All the boys, even at recess, or you were going to play at the playground after school hours and you needed to go to the bathroom, that was the tire you'd run and pee in. Mm-hmm. And I remember it was white. It was a white tire. We'd go and always pee in it. It was pretty funny. Yeah. Well, do you remember um, like when it rained and you had a tire up the smell after the rain and shit collected in t- inside of the tires? It was so nasty. Oh, yeah. I remember it being gross. There was one that laid down that would collect the water, but. Uh huh. Among things. Uh huh. <laughs> A few kids pee, little rainwater. Yeah. <laughs> so I got I got one to go along with that one. I don't remember how old I was. I think I was like six or seven, maybe eight. Um, but all the bathrooms in the house were being used, and I really had to poop. <laughs> so I I went behind one of the the planters and I pooped. <laughs> and um gonna clean it up but i totally got spaced it and then i hear my mom yelling what the hell and so i blamed it on my dog (laughs) it's a little big for the dog (laughs) it was a big dog (laughs) so it was fitting yeah (laughs) that's awesome crapping behind the planter oh oh boys i'm my son, he already likes to pee outside everywhere. This isn't my childhood story. This is his. But it reminds me of being a little boy. Is The first time he peed outside, we were on our way home from my mom's house, who's in Idaho. And coming down, we just got into Utah, and we just passed the, the was it a Riverside exit up there that will take you to Logan. Oh, yeah. So we just passed that, and we weren't to an exit yet. My my son was about to pee his pants. I've got to pee. I've got to pee really bad. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. So I was like, all right. So we hurried and pulled to the side of the road, and we let him pee on the side of the road. Are you sure I can pee outside? Are you sure? He's like, just do it. I've done it. You've done it? They said, yes, just go before it's in your pants. <laughs> and he pees off to the side of the road, and he goes, that was so cool. <laughs> And now every chance he gets, he tries to find a way he can pee outside. <laughs> you broke the dam, buddy. You broke the dam. Uh-huh. He he thinks it's the coolest thing. And there was another time he had to pee really bad and we weren't by a restroom. We were uh, doing like some donation to a, a movie theater. Okay. Uh, the Cinemark, I want to say that's in like Farmington Station. And we weren't by a restroom and he's about to go. So we just parked by a tree that was clear at the back end of the parking lot and let him whiz all over the tree. And he's like, I love being outside. It's so fun. And I looked down and was like, how did you pee so high up the tree? And he goes, I just aimed it up there. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, gosh, you got that high up the tree. Yeah, uh, that sounds sounds like him. Uh he's and I, I, I can see your wife just shaking her head and like, yep. Uh-huh. Out of the from the two of you. 
Well, I told her, I was like, you're just expect some of the weirdest stuff if he's going to be like me. <laughs> yep, that's very true. So me and my siblings, we used to play game like games together when we couldn't. I guess, I don't know if it's because we couldn't go outside to play or we didn't want to or what, but we had a few of them. And uh, one of them, as we, call, we called it, Barry. So whoever would have to lay on the couch or on the floor or wherever they, I guess, felt comfortable. And we would find every pillow and every blanket in the house and throw it on top of whoever was on the ground and had to bury them until they couldn't take it anymore. And so we would just have these giant, this giant mound of blankets and pillows all over one of us laying on the ground or the couch. And who I remember just laughing and thinking it was the funniest thing. Yeah. Um, so my brother, the one that passed away, um, we were closest while we were growing up. So most of my, most of my shit is with him. Um, but you remember the, the rolling, uh, sleeping bags, like uh-huh. the big, big cloth ones. So uh-huh. my brother w- would put those around his fist and I would run at him and he would hit me and he would fly across, uh, the room into one of the, the couches to, for a soft landing. And they weren't like, they were the old school couches where every single like sectional part had that wooden piece that you felt when you sat down. Yeah into that shit and i'm like wow i just realized that i could have really been seriously injured but it was like the funnest thing ever and we got in trouble because we were laughing so hard and we're like what the hell are you guys doing down yeah you don't think of that as a kid you're just like this is gonna be cool yeah and like this this is fun like i don't give a shit about the repercussions i just want to have fun right now Man, I wish I would have thought of something like that. We would just pick it up and throw it at each other and think it was funny. Yeah, so well, each one of uh, us and my brothers, I have two brothers, and I'm the youngest. My oldest is, is uh, 16 years older than I am. And oh, wow. the, the brother that died was eight years older than us, so he could put a bunch of force behind it. And I was uh-huh. like, I think I, we did this till I was like eight or nine. So sixteen year old and <laughs> yeah, that's cool. That's really cool. <laughs> yeah, like I said, we would just throw it at each other, but yeah, we we, my... did, we did that so shit too. And the like the pillow fort, like trying to make and the bigger the better, and like just like imagining like oh storm the castle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember doing that, and then my. Older brother, he's four years older than me, so that's six years older than my younger brother for him. But, yeah, I remember that we'd build a fort like that, and he, since he was so much older than us, he'd just run and push it all over. And we, I remember we'd get upset. Mm-hmm. Like, you do that too easy, that's not fair. And, he, <laughs> and nor, me and my little brother are struggling trying to push it over, and He's just over causing this mass destruction, and it's like, this isn't fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of remember that because most of the time, uh, me and uh, my middle brother, um, we'd play video time, and like, of course, he was be so much better. And like, looking back now, I knew that he whooped my ass constantly, 
to make me better, but every once in a while he would let me win. Yeah. Because like I mean you're you're a little kid and you're all and so you get upset and you're like I just wanna win. Nah, that that's the phase my my son's going through. Oh yeah. He always, he always has to be number one whenever he gets upset. So uh, you beat it, him, he'll he'll either run away upset or he's like, this makes me so mad. <laughs> yeah. It's like you just well, get practice and you're gonna start beating everybody. It's. You just pr- yeah. got to practice, and you let him get a win here and there, and that boosts his confidence. But yeah, the my nephew. So my nephew almost hit the eight-year mark too. So um, my oldest brother, when he had a, his kid, yeah, it's their nine or nine or ten-year mark. So when he had him, but when we were growing up, it was the same thing. We just loved playing video games, and he played this one called Maximo. Um, I remember that I, game. Yeah. So, but he would, he would, he loved it. That was his favorite thing in the world to play. And we would get playing, and like I'd have to go do chores or something, and he'd be like, "Come beat this for me. Come beat this for me. Go, come beat this for me." I'm like, and and I would until a certain point. I'm like, no, you got to learn how to beat the boss by yourself. You do this. Mm-hmm. He's like, I don't know, I can't. And then he beat it, and oh my god, the 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 look on his face when he beat the hardest boss in that game the first time, it was like Christmas morning for him. But That's that cool. kid was my little my chef. But and then the sad thing is, I don't talk to him very much anymore. Yeah, that's what life does, huh? They get get up and move on, and yeah, I mean he. Right now, I think he's living in Colorado. Like I, like I said, I don't even talk to him very much anymore. Yeah, I used to see a lot of my cousins a few times a year, but we were in being in Utah, and most of them are all in Idaho. There's a an exception of a few that were elsewhere, but um, yeah, we used to do things, and we used to be like buddies, and it was fun to go see him and everything, and then. The older we got and we'd start going to there, it's like they all had their own little friendships and you're like, no, I'm phased out now. Just because that, you know, all your other cousins are up there all being buddies and stuff. And now it's like, oh yeah, we're buddies. But now it's once a day. It's turned out to once a year, sometimes twice a year. And then it's the other other cousins are there all hanging out. And it's like, well, I'm left in the dark now, (laughs) but. Yeah, well. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's a little sad to a certain degree, but I mean, everyone's going to start living their life. I mean, I think mm-hmm. Trevor's, Trevor's the only one that I know that is like super family person that knows and deals with all of his family. Yeah, he's he's quite into it. Like, I'm not saying that, like, I talk to some of those cousins here and there, but it's... That's because of social media. So that's how I find out, you know, how some of them are doing and that is just there. So there's a perk to social media there other than memes and gifts and drama and all that other stuff. It it does have some good points to it, but yeah, I kind of get need to get into the social media a little bit more for that. Just, but I mean, like I've got a, a cousin where his, girlfriend wife like has his own 
budding or her own budding website that deals with jewelry that's really cool. Um, he and one at one point he was uh, my other cousin was a uh, the ambulance driver or and then Uber driver and a bunch of stuff and like these guys are just going all over the place. And the only that's way. Cool. He, here it is from like the uncle or aunts just telling you about the kids and like wow like i'm hanging out with the adults like like i'm i'm how i was is they, i was kind of in the weird in between like when the adults went and played and did their stuff like did their games or board games and stuff like that i didn't fit in there i didn't really fit in with the other cousins because i was so much older than them it was it was just i was in the weird spot where i just didn't fit in anywhere yeah just to have the, I guess the hangout by myself group. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, I do have so, a cousin, a couple cousins that are the guitarists in a band up in Idaho. They're a pretty good band, too. Um, get a second, check them out. They're called Peak Theory. Peak Theory? Okay. Yeah. He, um, they just a couple years ago got a new singer. So from their first album to their second album, they, sound a little bit different just they got a new new singer but um they pretty sure one of them plays bass and the other one plays the guitar they're both it's a pretty they're really good sounding band they're really fun to listen to so whoever listens go check them out they're a little on the heavier side without like the screams and all that so yeah yeah check them out like i I talk to him more often than almost any other cousin, but yeah, that's on my dad's side. My mom's side, I see those cousins a little more often, but like that, you know, being in a Mormon or family, and me not being Mormon, which is weird. Um, like, there's a lot of cousins. So yeah, and like if a... Trevor was here, that's that's the aspect for everybody is we've got Trevor who's like not trying not making any mean or rude comment or anything it's you got Trevor that's like the super you know super member of the church that's you know, way into like you mentioned family and everything and and then you got kind of me that you know I'm into my family I like my family but I like to do my own thing and um and then there's you that's not at all so it's like you're yeah. not I'm I'm there I'm a I, I'm a Mormon that's there and then there's Trevor that's really into it so it's just mm -hmm. three different aspects and it's kind of funny like you can see the difference between all of us and how we are with all of our families and stuff oh yeah yeah, but, like, I totally get his aspect, too, because, like, my cousins, we had, I want to say we had 20 cousins, and each one of them had anywhere from kids on their own, so it, it just multiplies so damn quickly, and you can't keep up with all these people. Maybe that's why Trevor stays single, so he can keep up with it, and it's easier <laughs> for him. It's not because he doesn't want to date. It's because he likes to be interactive with all his family. Or he just doesn't have time to. Yeah. Ain't, ain't nobody got time for that. 
these days nobody does. That's why they've got internet dating and oh, yeah. well, meet people. Facebook has dating pages on it. And... Yeah, well, uh, I mean, so one of the guys at my work tells me about his dating life. And I'm so glad that we don't have to do that anymore because it just sounds like a giant nightmare. Yeah, all the crap going on. I I mean, it'll be a topic for a different time, but, you know, like all the people that are catfishing or all the other worries of the world. Yeah, well, did you I don't I mean, it's a little topic, but did you hear about the the Provo dude? that uh, they went camping with his best friend and he was uh, planning on raping and murdering him, murdering her. And the only reason that he, he didn't was that he couldn't find his knife and he actually told her all this shit. Wow. No, I didn't hear. I didn't see that. Yeah. That was like recent one or two weeks ago, but yeah, it's like that's crazy. The dating world. That's scary. Like, you don't know if you're getting into a catfish or you're getting into somebody that's gender changed or you don't know if you're getting into somebody that Buffalo Bill or serial rapist or something like you don't know. Yeah, Yeah, bad back in the day, like 14 years ago is when I got was dating and get got married. And I thought it was bad then. But I look at it now as I told my wife's like. If if you pass on before me, I'm not probably gonna stay single to the day I die. I, I yeah. don't want to get into that world. It is crazy. Yeah, and I mean, like, like all that. Even I mean, even with like kids and stuff like that, because random, random thing that I'm not really gonna go into. But like that, I was molested as a kid. It's just, and but you didn't. Like my parents didn't know though if my mom my mom's listening, so she'll probably find out. But the thing is like you just kinda of bottled it up and you just didn't deal with it. And yeah, it creates problems down the line, but like it the whole like Me Too movement and stuff like that, that wasn't a thing with us. Yeah. Like you just you Kind of like, okay, well, my trust is broken. Now I don't trust anybody, and now I got to work shit on my own. I didn't know that about you, Tom. Sorry to hear that. It's all good. It's part. It's part of life. I mean, like, honestly, the I've met more people that have have been molested than haven't. And but the thing is, you you didn't talk about it. You, I mean, most people still don't talk about it. Yeah, back, I mean, it, back, it, back it, in the day, though, there wasn't like the out for it. No, I mean, and it, it's one of those things that now you just, you've learned how to deal with it. And like, why in the hell am I going to bring it up unless it's like causing shit that I can't deal with on a daily basis? But yeah. Yeah, there's, well, there's like a plethora of ways now to get out of it. There's online therapy. You don't even have to go see your therapist. You go talk to him on the phone. They don't even have to know who you are or see who you are. And Yeah, but to me, that's that's not personable either. So yeah, that's true. But some people like it that way, and that I think yeah, the animosity. Yeah, but I mean, like, like we we got in trouble for a lot of stuff that I don't feel like we should have. I mean, like even growing up in, um, like school wise, like I don't know how you were, but like if I did well, well, like there was nothing. There was no praise, no nothing. 
no, no, congratulations, you got an A, you got an A plus. But as soon as you get like a C or below, you're like all hell breaks loose and you're grounded for months at a time. You're like, well, uh, like I don't really care about my academics, but honestly, getting a C or below, I'm getting attention, whether it's bad attention or not. But I don't really mine, get attention. Mine wasn't that drastic. I was mine like, yeah, I agree. There's there was no praise for doing well with your grades and things. Which, you know, as a parent now, I try to do with my my son now being in school and we get his grades and stuff is like, oh, yeah, he, like, I mean, being in kindergarten, you don't get an A, you don't get a letter grade. You get like, what is it, passing? Yeah. You're but doing if, well or you're, you need help. Yeah, but if you nurture that, you're more likely to succeed and continue on to be like, oh, cool. Like, I'm doing well, and I'm, like, I enjoy it, and I enjoy that my parents enjoy that I'm doing it, blah, blah, blah. That's what I do with my son. Is like, look, look at the good grade you got. Like, he got recognized at his school for third quarter, He like, the third period, whatever they call it, the third quarter. Yeah. Or I forget how school works now. You got your first quarter, second, yeah. So the third quarter, part of the second semester – um, his teacher sent home a letter with him that he she nominated him for a school award because he had already mastered everything he can learn in kindergarten. Yeah. And I was like, what the crap? You mastered it? And he's <laughs> like, what does that mean? And I was like, that means you know everything that she can teach you in kindergarten and you know it very well. And he's like, well, I am smart. <laughs> well. And I was like, good job. You did really awesome. I was like, I never got one of those that I remember. That's awesome. Good job. And he's, he, he killed it all year. And his teacher had nothing but high praise for him. Yeah. I mean, he's a good kid. But I think the only thing that I think is funny is that, uh, like, is, is, like, I can see kind of bothers you and a little bit about your wife is like, you know, like when he's like, Tom, 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 Trevor, 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 Trevor. And you guys are trying to talk to us. And like, okay, buddy, just calm down for a second. <laughs> but he's just so, so damn I try excited. To give him opportunity, like I try to give him opportunity because he loves attention. He loves attention. Oh yeah. I mean, we all do. And- I mean, kid, he probably double loves attention. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, he does. But we we've we've been teaching like hey, and when somebody's talking like he's he's still learning it. He's better with it than he was. But well, I mean he's a it's kid. like hey when that's you know somebody's they... talking wait your turn okay okay I'll wait. Yeah, I mean that's what they do. It's just being a kid. Uh huh. But yeah, he's 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 a really good kid. Oh yeah, he's he's definitely a good kid. I and mean, your daughter I, and my I... daughter love each other. They're they're like. At the at the seeing the fireworks and stuff, they're both looking at each other, just smiling like I remember you. <laughs> yeah, well, like that, like I hopefully they can be friends for a long time. Yeah, they get along pretty well. They, they like each other. Yeah. Anyway. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh. Uh- I was just going to say, like, <laughs> I just hopefully that, like, you know, when they get into high school and stuff like that, like, I'm not saying this for all women and all girls and stuff like that, but they tend to get catty and, like, 
more bitchy because that's kind of how like social norms are. I'm not, just, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. So I've just seen how, like the differences between my, you know, my daughter and your daughter, mm-hmm. like just because, you know, your personality is different than my personality is like, and both those, both our daughter's personalities are different. And I'm like, I was like, I'm going to have an issue with my daughter growing up being a, might be, she might be kind of like the snobby attitude. Mm. She's already like, she's very independent right now, but I'm like, if I don't kind of like, if I don't keep, you know, my thumb down on it, I'm not saying she is cause she's not this way. She's just, you know, she's two. Yeah. But I was like, in my head, I was like, I, if I don't you know, keep her on a good path, I can see just what glimpses of her personality I've gotten. I was like, she might be the kid that, you know, is going to want to be friends with only the popular kids and all that. And I was like, I, I don't want that. Yeah. I mean, and, honestly, right now, though, she loves everybody. Like, right. But I mean, bad. I'm not, I'm not saying anything bad about my daughter it was like, just no, but you got a long way to go. Yeah. I was like, just her personality now. I'm like, if this personality stays the same, I'm in trouble. I'm going <laughs> to be in a lot of trouble. Well, so what they, uh, I mean, it might not be a bad thing because if she gets to the popular people, they usually tend to do better in um, school and stuff like that in life. Um, oh, yeah, so. Like- I don't mind that, but, like, I still want her to know that, like, no matter what, you can be friends with anybody. Yeah. Like, don't... The popular crowd, the gothic crowd, the... Yeah, don't limit yourself. crowd, whatever. You can be friends with anybody. You don't need to be exclusive. Like, that's what I want my kids to know, because that's how... That's how I groomed myself. Like, when I got into high school... I was like, I really should be friends with everybody. And so, like, I was friends with all different kinds of groups of people. Yeah. Well, in high school, like, so it was kind of weird because in high, in, I had two friends. Um, I mean, we're no longer friends because shit always happens. And mm-hmm. we grow different people. But I had two friends. And, I mean, even then, we weren't, like, we still fought and stuff like that. But in high school and stuff like that, sophomore, like, I literally went through with the, the fuck you headphones on, gal on, people parted ways when I went through in senior year when I started actually, like, I actually started getting to know more people, and people actually wanted, like, weren't afraid of me. Yeah. You are it, just, it, it was just kind of weird. I mean... Going three years can go from one end of the spectrum to the other. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, like, always constantly being pissed off and um, growing up in high school and shit like that, it's not fun. I mean, there were plenty of times where, like, I, I wanted to try and kill myself and shit like that and trying to... Like I tried to stab myself and I couldn't I never gotten the blade into my chest, but like there's just certain things like looking back, I'm like, I'm really glad I made it through this shit. But there's a there's certain times where I'm like, How in the hell did I manage to get through this shit? 
Yeah, I'm glad you did. I'm glad you made it through. Well, but I'm I, like, I am too. And I'm, and I'm, I appreciate it. Without you. Yeah, you'd be solo. Yeah, and I'd have random appearances with Trevor. <laughs> it'd be a it'd be a spotty Spotify podcast. There you go. I could be the name for it too, Spotty. Spotty. <laughs> anyway, at least you're getting some of your childhood stories in there. Aaron. There you go, robot. Tom yeah, well, like- yeah. Well, I just want to like, if people are listening and they're having issues with, like, talk like talk to somebody, whether or not they listen or not, getting it out is a big thing, and it, it will always get better. Well, I can't Getting say it off your chest. There's always somebody. There's always somebody listening, whether you think so or not. There's always somebody paying attention. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't always feel like it, but I mean, and I can't always say that it'll always get better. But I mean, if you try and try and try, get away from the people and the things that make it worse. And yeah, re- reassess your not... situation and go try a different crowd. Yeah, and like that. There, the one thing that I've known too is that you got to get away from being the victim because a lot of people will continue on down that path because they don't know how to get away from it. Uh-huh. And honestly, you just need to cut those ties with people. I mean, like I can, I can tell you a whole bunch of people, the people that make my life living hell, and they, they, some of them listen to the podcast that I know in my family. I'm not going to tell you who they are because then I'd have to deal with it. But like that, it's just, they did what they knew what they were doing and it wasn't the best, but it wasn't the greatest either. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I had, I I did that in high school too. My, was it sophomore, sophomore year? I had a bunch of friends a group of friends I hung out with and um, I, I'm not taking anything away from that friendship. Cause I, you know, I, I love that friendship I had with those friends, but I, I, I reassessed myself and looked at it and was like, is this, cause just seeing who I was at that time, I was like, is this the personality I'm wanting to have or do I want to open it up to, more possibilities so what i decided to do is try to go be you know friends with everybody and you know hang out with every group you know every group of people but i know in the process i because i found out a few years after high school that some people thought i like abandoned that group of friends and Mm. i didn't like them and it that wasn't it at all that wasn't it at all like yeah a big part of my life i just found you know it just I moved in a different direction that I liked that felt me, but that I felt was more me. Yeah. But I like those friends. I still still try to talk to those friends and stuff. But like I said, now I look back and now I understand why some of them were a little more uh, off standing or off putting with me. Yeah. Is because I guess they felt like I abandoned them. And I, you know, I apologize for that if they're listening. I don't know, but they do. But, that wasn't my intention. My intention was just, you know, discovering who I am and wanting yeah, to, I mean, you know, find other personalities of myself I liked. And yeah, you know, no, I, 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 I t- totally get that. I mean, my wife told me a similar story that just 
she was with a group of friends and from what I remember how she tells it is that basically they were making fun of people and she didn't like how she felt with that. And so she abandoned the, like she didn't talk with them anymore. And then she got with the people that they were making fun of and whatnot and tried to become their friends and become better. Yeah. I mean, I mean, me and that group of friends, we never made fun of anybody. It's just, we hung out away from everybody else. Like lunchtime would come, we'd go outside where nobody else was hanging out or being at, or we'd go hang out in a different wing of the school away from everybody. And it, I was like, I like to be, if you know who I am, I, li- I like a crowd. I like to be around a lot of people, but I guess that way I can make a, a dork out of myself to more people than, you know, just a few, but like, I like to be a part of a big group and this, they were just a smaller group and, you know, I like just trying to find, I guess, find who I am mostly, but. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what, um, high school and all that shit just really honestly is all about. Yeah. So discovery. Yeah. Well, you know, it was kind of weird. I don't know if you guys had a group like this, but what actually broke me out of, a lot of this was hacky sack. I played that. That was with my, you know, my first group of friends. That was one thing I missed because the other group that I, other groups I went and hung out with, um, they never liked to play it. And that was one thing I missed. Yeah. Well, we, we played in the, like the main area and that like, it was just me and my other friends and more people came and like, Hey, can we join? I'm like, Sure. And we got to the point where we were playing with 20 plus people. Oh, that's cool. And like that alone made a huge difference. And it's kind of weird that like if you can pinpoint one specific thing changing your whole aspect. Yeah, I remember I remember having hacky sacks and I remember some kids we'd actually play the game where uh, you'd play it and whoever had missed it or I'm, I'm trying to remember how the game goes if you didn't kick it or you missed it you had to pick it up and throw it and you had to hit yeah, something like, or no that's what it was was you'd have to play to a certain number and whoever caught that number would could catch the hacky sack and throw it at somebody and then they'd mm. be out of the you know out of the game some kids started filling them up with bb's so that it would yeah. hurt more. <laughs> yeah. So we we uh, actually got um, where we couldn't play because we would do a variation of that hacky. So uh, if you did the toilet bowl or reverse toilet bowl, or um, like if we had a the hack when everyone touches it, if the next person messes up, um, or you kicked it way the hell out. Everyone got to throw it at you. You'd have to go against the wall and you got to throw it at you. I remember that one. So um, one of my, I had a necklace that had a bunch of spikes in it and it broke. And we're like, oh, let's put this in uh, the hacky sack. Uh-huh. And, and um, I had another one where we put marbles in it and all that stuff. And it became like glass shards because it hit so much. So all the marbles broke inside of it. And we ended up sticking it to one do one kid's back. Oh no! 
Yeah, and we're like, yeah, may, maybe we should go with a little softer one, but we didn't. We're we're this is all or nothing, baby. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, like the the sad thing is, you got really good really fast. That, that, it's kind of a sadistic way to play. It's kind of <laughs> I'd like to see it, but I wouldn't want to be a part of that one. Oh, it, it's fun. Well, and everyone was scared of me because I can throw 90 plus miles an hour, but my aim is shit. <laughs> so it was a definite chance whether or not I got to get you. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, we we heard some of my stories from high school of uh, being pudding kid. Sang one night in a band, but I like to think it was longer, even though it wasn't. It was only one night, but and only a few songs. But you're the one telling wrote. You're where how it happened. Yeah, you keep roboting there a little bit. Oh, I'm trying to stay still next to the window, but like I said, you're one telling the story, so whatever you said happened. In this head, it did, even though it really didn't. (laughs) And I admitted it on the podcast. I think that's the first time I admitted it. Was that I I used to like to say I used to be in a band, and then that one was the night the the podcast was the one where I admitted it that I only did it for one night for a few songs. (laughs) I mean, at least you're going the opposite way. I mean, most people the the fish tail gets bigger. Uh, I know there's at least one or two people from high school, I think, that were at that party that listened. So I embellish it, and they're like, ah, Steve's a liar. What a turd. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, just glad that nothing's changed. Yeah. That I'm a turd? (laughs) Yep, always a turd. But you're my (laughs) face. The one you save. So I remember... Uh Speaking of that, another uh, childhood story. Um, I remember one time. I I think it it, it happened to at least I know my youngest brother, and I think it ha- it happened to me too. So my oldest brother, I he dared. If I'm remembering the story right, this is what happened. So he dared me that once I went to the bathroom to pick the poop up out of the toilet and take it to my bed. He's like, pick it up out of the toilet and see what it feels like. I dare you. And so I I did it. I can't remember how old I was. It had to be after that surgery I had because um, I I remember walking and we were, yeah, it was, I'm pretty sure it was the, after my surgery there in first grade, but my hip surgery. But I remember I got, he dared me. And I picked it up and I, wa- I was like, what do I do with it? And he, my brother didn't think that I would have picked it up. So, And I was like, well, what do I do with it? And I just went and sat it on my bed. Or I think it was my older brother's bed because he had a pound puppy's uh, a bed cover on there. A, yeah. a blanket. And so I went and put it on his. And he's like, don't put it on mine. Put it back in the toilet. So I hurried and grabbed <laughs> it and we put it in the toilet. And I remember a little while later, I dared my little brother to do it. And I can't, I, I want to say he did do it, but I think he just dropped it right back in. Uh, that makes more sense. Yeah. 
But then uh, I remember, so we used to as a family, like when I was telling you with all the cousins, I'd see him a few times a year as we'd go up to a place called Priest Lake. Um, mm-hmm. I remember one time going and swimming on the swimming side. And I was like, what is this in the grant? Like on the bottom of the, the lake here. So I picked it up and found somebody's poop. I was like, what the crap is that? I, it was sick. And I hurried and threw it and I ran off. That's gross. And I went around and off washed and went and washed my hand and all that. Some kid took a turd in the lake and I found it and picked it up. You know, I got one that like a trail. You know, um, like some of the the porter potty wannabes in the middle of nowhere where like it's a actual structure. It might as well have just been a porter potty. Yeah. So where I went, I really needed to go bad, and um, hi Tom. And hello. He can't. He came wandering down, and he's. Can I say hi? Can I say hi? And I said, "Say <laughs> hi." And he shook his head and ran off, and then he just ran back by. Hey, Tom. <laughs> nice. <laughs> anyway, we were, sorry uh, to cut your story. You, no, no, you're good. Um, so we, I really had to go to the bathroom. So we went into this and this was like Satan's butthole. It was disgusting on disgusting. And so I'm like, you know what? Screw this. And I went to the bathroom in the corner on the opposite side, the farthest away from the toilet and just took a dump in the, in the corner. (laughs) And so later on, um, And one of the people, I don't know, my dad. Hold on, hold on a sec. Hold on a sec. You started going robot. I caught camping, and then it was starting to get splotchy after you went camping. Is that better? Yeah, there you go. I went camping, and then it got splot, kind of staticky after that. Okay, so uh, we were camping, and then the. They were with they were like family friends i don't know who um uh-huh. i came back i don't know if my dad mom whatever one of them they're like oh my god somebody took a dump in the corner oh that's so gross I'm like, <laughs> um yeah that's totally gross like but did you Sick. see the who toilet <laughs> My son just said that he did it. <laughs> oh, he did it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He's excited, but I'm downstairs where he usually is while I podcast. His little daughter's not feeling good upstairs, but he wanted to venture down. But man, that's pretty funny. <laughs> Please. Yeah. So. Um, I remember one of one Christmas I got a BB gun. So I remember one year for Christmas I got this BB gun. It wasn't the highest quality one. Like you could just on the barrel of it, there had a little plastic piece you'd flip up and pour all the BBs in it. And yeah, then you yeah. Just close it and you kind of have to shake it a little bit, and then you'd cock the gun and then shoot it. So I did that, and I ended up. I was pretty sure I dumped all the BBs out, 
because it wasn't rattling. So I went up to my little brother and was like, hey, let me let me shoot you with the gun. There's no there's no boat. There's no BBs in it. See, and I'd shake it. And he goes, OK. And not even, you know, being a kid, not even thinking. There's one in the chamber ready to go. So he yeah. shot, shot him in the hand and it broke his skin a little bit. And he's like, you made me bleed. And I was like, <laughs> I didn't think it was in there. Don't tell mom and dad. I don't want to lose this. He's like, that hurt really bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those, those hurt like a some bit. That's funny. All yeah, I can think of was that stupid Christmas story. You're gonna shoot your eye out. Yep, I shot my my uh, brother's hand off. <laughs> well, that's funny. Um, did you guys ever like unintentionally vandalize shit? I know oh, you yeah. did some intentionally, but um, so I don't know if you consider this vandalized because I don't know if he had to fix his roof or not. But our neighbor um, had his camper out on the str- like on the street, and we lived in a cul-de-sac, and so it was one of the years that heavily snowed, like it was almost ten feet um, uh-huh. high when the snow plows put everything on the the road. So we were jumping off uh, my neighbor's camper into the snow and we weren't thinking anything of it. And um, we got in trouble for that shit. We were like, you broke it and blah, blah, blah. Now it's going to leak from the roof and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, but it was fun. Yeah, we had a blast. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't think anything of it, man. Yeah, I remember those years that it snowed so much. We lived on a corner of the neighborhood of the neighborhood we lived on the corner so when the plows would come by it built this huge wall of snow at the on the corner of the lot and we always yeah. turned that into a big snow fort and i had a friend that lived across the street and we'd always have snowball fights across the street with our huge just our huge walls of snow we'd carve mm-hmm. out benches in it and we'd make tons of snowballs and not Neither of us were, we were barely strong enough to get it across the street, but this, this street was like double wide. They, at one point, were going to make it a main road through Ogden area, but they canceled it. So one section of this road is super wide and, um, we could barely clear it across the street. This was the year that like snow sticks came out. If you remember yeah. those. So yeah, get I do. We, we both got one for Christmas. And we'd get them and we'd just start hucking them at each other across the street. Like, now we can have a snowball fight. Yeah, those <laughs> things made a big difference. Uh-huh. Did, um, you ever, did you ever get them to where they got stuck? Oh, yeah. And then you just had to, like... You lost your snowball. Yeah, I didn't hear what you said. You roboted again. Oh, like I would, you would kick them against your foot, but you would lose your snowball. Oh yeah, what we did is we just tap it on the ground or tap it on an ice, like a ice bank or something. Just tap uh-huh. it, and then we throw it. So one time I tapped it, and I tried to throw it, and it wouldn't go. So then I, this one time I just swung it, and I didn't notice this car, and I threw it as hard as I could, and it came out right at the time the lady drove by 
smacked her car really hard and she <laughs> screeched to a stop and backed up. I know your parents. You hit my car like that again. You're going to be in a lot of trouble. I'm going to tell your parents and I might get the cops out here. And we're like, okay. <laughs> and she spat like, okay. off and then we continued on as normal. Yeah. It wasn't my intention, bitch. Yeah, like we we didn't mean to do that. We just you happened to drive by right when the snowball decided it wanted to come out. <laughs> yeah, it was like okay, yeah, I Karen. You could launch those suckers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, those yeah, things uh, you can throw. We got one that was so, so. Yeah, because yeah. we the same thing. We did the the full, but uh, instead of going like making a wall, it was so high that we could. Uh-huh an igloo we started digging it out and we, we started packing the nice. inside with snow and stuff like that and we, we used heat to, to um make it all ice and stuff like that so it was rock solid oh that's cool but... yeah I... that, that would be fun yeah you're you're having a hard time here towards the end of the podcast, uh, getting a little extra staticky. But so so dumb. I haven't changed. You do really good, all. and then randomly you get staticky. Well, I mean, I guess random. we just gotta let everybody random. know. Yeah, well, like you're robot with talking, and I'm just robot with recording, so. Jigs up, bud. So we just gotta let everybody know we're trying to take over the world, being AI. Yeah, we're we're trying to fit in with the the theme of the world. It's going to AI now, so that's what we want to do. Mm-hmm. The AI drooling monkeys. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, um, so... I got one more. If we want to start wrapping. Okay. I'm gonna say I have one more written down, but now I imagine I could start spouting off a couple more. But yeah, yeah but... I just figured it's it's getting time to start closing up. Um, like I don't know if I want to end on this one or not. So go ahead. Mine's more of a sad one. <laughs> We're gonna end the pod sad. Hey, I'll just say it, and then you. you... And I, don't don't care if but, uh, I don't care if it ends sad. Uh, well, um, Mine, did you? I don't. I don't know if you ever had the gates. Like, did you guys have gates behind you where you could go to somebody else's house? No, we had oh, a fence. So we, had... we fenced it off. We the only gate that we had was you'd get from the front side of the house to the back side of the house. Yeah, well, I don't know where people found this out, but we, we randomly had people go through our yard to cut through because it was a whole new neighborhood and it was a long walk around it. But uh, so I'd go over and play and that? get a swing set. Okay. You're going to want to repeat that from when people... <laughs> hey, so... Here. You're roboting. That might be a sign it's time to be done. So yeah, this might be our end stories. Yeah. The um so the gate went over to my neighbors and he had a mm-hmm. swing set. 
So um, I don't remember this at all, but apparently my mom looked out and I was hanging from the, like I had somehow wrapped the chain around my neck and I was hanging there. And so they all ran ran out and, um, but by that time they came out, I was, I was coming over and my neck was all red, but apparently they're they're all freaked out. Like you were trying to hang yourself. And I know like, I'm pretty sure I was just being a kid and being stupid. <laughs> wow. Well, that, 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 that's one of the weird stories my mom likes to tell all the time. Tom, here's the time that you tried to kill yourself. Uh, the, the very first time. <laughs> the very first time. No, it's in your blood, huh? I guess. I'm just, I'm just kidding. Mine, all I was going to share was we used to play a game called Christmas. Me and my brothers. I think I mentioned this. Now I'm starting to think about it, but we used to be, it was just random throughout the year. We just want to play a game, this game, but we take turns essentially being like Santa. And, um, Like, I'd go and sit on my older brother, sit by my older brother, sit on his lap, I forget which, and go, okay, you can ask for one thing from my bedroom that you can have. And uh, when it was always my older brother's turn, he had to give something out of his room. He, like, ended up being, okay, you can't have this, 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 or this, or this out of my bedroom. So there was, like, a list you couldn't pick from. Oh, okay, I'll just, I want your Transformer. And he'd wander off yeah. and come back with the transformer and go, "Here you go." And then, uh, like, it ended up like my little brother always wanted a goofy toy or a stuffed animal or yeah. something. But it, like I said, it got to the point like you can't have half the room, so you might as well. That ended up leaving stuffed animals and the toys you forgot you had. Yeah, but That's interesting. Yeah, I don't know brother, how we came up with a, it either. It was just—I don't know. Go ahead. And your kids make up weird shit. Oh, I was gonna say, my like my brother had a couple prize things. Like he had the old school transformers, and he would never let me touch those bitches. He had a uh, one of the first Voltrons. Oh, nice. Um, he had a like a. It was only I think it was a foot. Optimus Prime that was pure metal that transformed and everything. Like, he had some pretty cool shit. And he actually had a, um, the, do you remember Garbage Pail Kids? Yep. They still do them nowadays, too. Oh, yeah. Well, the, the old ones used to have pictures on the back. So when you, um, find the collection, you can make a bigger version of it. But he had, I I, I had some of those. He pretty much had every single one of them, and that was like his prized possession. I'm like, oh, let me see them. He's like, no, they're mine. Like my precious. Like okay, whatever, dude. Some of those nowadays can make you a good haul. Oh yeah, but things, the things you never thought that you had as a kid would be worth anything to anybody later. Yeah, that's why I'm still kind of peeved about my Ninja Turtle. Because I had pretty much every single one of them that ever came out. I had, had the obscure bastards and the 
like you remember the rubber ones that would pop off uh-huh. of the shoulders and the- uh-huh. they don't make those anymore yeah yeah still my coolest about one, that one, my but- coolest one was uh a wind up Donatello like I always loved Raphael but I got Donatello as my present but for my birthday the one year I know. I care, cause I still like I still like the turtles, but yeah, um, he'd wind it up and he could swim. So remember, we went on a nice. trip to St. George and there was a pool and we took our pool toys and I brought my Donatello that you'd wind up his back and he'd kick in the water and poorly swim around this pool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember those. And uh, I had the micro machines where they they were the old turtles and you open them up and it would be like a layer and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Um, I remember those. There, I even had a, uh, one of the trolls. Um, they, uh, they had these weird variants that were like monster trolls or like the bad trolls. And they oh, were my I favorite. Those. And he was a Cyclops and he was my favorite. And I like, he's gone. I remember those. Those were cool. Yeah, and he had like a ballista that um, shot out a a net that was really cool. I'm like, oh, I miss my old toys. Ah, my one of my cousins on my mom's side, he had the Ninja Turtle blimp. Yeah, had... you blow it up, and I was like, that thing is awesome. And like, we, he always had the coolest Ninja Turtle toy collection. So every time we went up there. I always wanted to go to his house to play with his Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was how my neighbor was, but he had the the He Man, the He Man sets. That was my older brother. And uh, he also had the the Swamp Thing. Uh huh. I don't know if you ever remember that one, but that one was cool. Like it, the the character itself felt all mossy. It was so weird. I I remember Swamp Thing toys, but I don't remember ever having one. Yeah, I never had one. Yeah, never did. We didn't play it. I'm like, ah, can I have this? I will give you anything if you give me this. I'm like, no, it's mine. Okay, fine. Hmm. Yeah, there were, were really cool toys back then, and nowadays they're they're not not as not as much. No, like I feel like they're very cheaply made and very easily broken so you have to go get a new one every yeah. once in a while they'll come with a really cool one but I mean it is like remember Furbies yeah they those were like the hot sensation I remember one year they for Christmas everybody wanted those and they were selling $200 for one yeah and it wasn't anything cool it was just this little thing that blinked and talked yeah, the only the only reason I wanted a Furby is because I was really into I mean, Gizmo. Oh, uh, okay, that makes sense. I remember I never one got... time back when there used to be the mall in downtown Salt Lake, the mall that went underground. I always forget what it's called. The the uh, one that was uh, that was one one underground and like two or three. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I remember what you're talking about. But outside of that, there was a dude selling a Furby. And my dad wanted to buy it because we were looking for it. 
He was looking for one, and uh, and uh, we went, we found it, and he's like, "Yeah, how much is it?" Oh, two hundred and fifty dollars. And he goes, "Yeah, I'm not buying that today." <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm done. Yeah, he uh, he's like, "Yeah, I'm not buying that." And he, the dude, only had one left. He'd already sold like three or four of them. And it's like, it's crazy. Like, my dad's like, you sold them for that much? He goes, yeah, when people want something, they really are willing to pay for it. And like, yeah, they, they are. Um, like, I don't think you had, uh, you, uh, you and I hadn't met be- at this point, but do you remember the uh, the Zoom, Zuzu pets? Yeah. That that crave. We, we did that for our roommate because that was what his kids wanted. And we went to Walmart every single Thursday because that's when the truck came in. And we like two or three weeks before um, Christmas, we got him. And we found a box that was just sitting there as they were doing it. And we're like, that's got to be them. So we like go and rip them up. And the, the guy that was stocking was giving us crap. And I was like, but you don't understand. We need one of these to make a kid happy. Like a pocket pet or something like that is what their other nickname was. Uh, maybe I don't know. I, I just know they were like a basically a hamster that just moved around and then made noise. Oh, okay. No, I remember those now. I thought you were going like the Tamagotchis. No, oh, no. Pocket pets. That those were the same way. You couldn't find those anywhere either. I had a raincore from uh, Star Wars. Okay. That was my favorite one. And it it was always really funny because it was always really funny because uh, you'd feed it and then it would poop and then you'd you'd have to push the clean, the button to clean it. And it had these, these tiny little stick figures. They were like a third of the size of this big pile of poop. And they were pushing it out of the screen, and it was like, that was a huge turd. So we always like to feed it just so we could get it to poop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I ended up taking mine to school and annoyed the living shit out of the teacher because it would always go beep, 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 Because it wants to be played with, wants to be played with or fed or something like that. Yeah, but like, I, I after it hatched, after like I could, I think I got it to survive for, a week, and every time I'd kill it. That's funny. Speaking of hatch, do you remember the hatchimal craze? Oh yeah. Did you yeah, ever get one? Find, now you can find hatchimals everywhere. Oh yeah. Yeah, Walmart, we got Walmart. They've got miniature ones. They've got medium. They've got big ones. Yeah, we got some of the small ones after the craze, and like, okay, let's see what this is all about. And we opened it, and like, what in the fuck are people going nuts over this shit for? Uh huh. Exactly. This isn't cool at all. Yeah. This is lame. <laughs> I waited all year for this. Uh huh. <laughs> Son of America a just got richer. Uh huh. <laughs> 
Oh, man. That's funny. But I think that's our show for the day. We're hitting about our average time now. Yeah. But we missed Trevor on this one. I know you guys did too, but uh, hopefully he'll be on the next one. What was our next one again? Um, we had it two... mapped out. Let me look real quick. So, underrated, overrated. So, next week we're going to do things that we find underrated and things we find overrated. And then hopefully, we'll Trevor will have a discussion of that. I already know if, what's that? I was just so hopefully, Trevor can make, uh, make it for that one. Yeah, because there's a few things that I, I have that I feel are overrated that I know we'll get I want to get his reaction on. Because mm-hmm. he loves he loves it. And I feel it's overrated, oh, yeah. so I know he's gonna have a fun reaction to it. <laughs> so show up Trevor. <laughs> anyway, thanks everybody for listening to us. Please help yeah, us don't spread forget the, the word. We're still yeah, pushing like along. And- yeah, and, don't forget to like and subscribe for our time. ass. No, no, we don't. We're more funny looking than we are funny, but support the funny the... looking folk, please. <laughs> yeah. We need loving too. <laughs> and and if you could be biased, sometimes we're funny smelling. I mean most of the time I'm funny smelling. <laughs> Your poor wife. Yeah, she loves me. (laughs) Because someone has to, right? Yep. (laughs) On that. Anyway, thanks everyone for listening. Have a yeah. We love you guys. Have a fun week. Oh, thank you.